Hello, 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 everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in today. You are listening to Escort Confessions, and I'm your host, Alexa Max. So, I have been told by multiple people that I talk way too fast, probably because I have too much coffee or too much Adderall in my system. So, today I'm going to talk very, very slow. Actually, no, I'm just kidding. I'm going to talk normal. Um, but, uh, yeah, so... Today, on today's podcast, biggest lessons I've learned while being a provider. So, first things first is do not judge. Like, you cannot judge someone for having a food fetish, for example, while society judges you for being a sex worker. Like, and basically, it's common sense. Like, don't judge people. I mean, I have all kinds of clients every week. Like, I get one to maybe like four different people every week, um, new people every week. And like when, I, or, you know, whenever I'm not on my period, um, yeah. Like I see every race, every body shape, all kinds of ages, uh, married, divorced, widowed, single. Like I literally have no right to judge. Like my point, um, like my biggest thing is for a client to have a great time I want us to connect. I want to give him the best experience possible uh, because not only it's my job, but it, it boosts my ego. I'm like, okay, like, I want you to be comfortable. I want you to have a great time. Let's do this. Let's let's have sexy, sexy time. <laughs> so, like, years ago, back, gosh, I think it was, like, middle school, high school, I used to judge people, like, all the freaking time, like seniors, random guys, random girls who just, just random people. Um, and the only reason I used to judge them is because of my low self-esteem. It, I don't have low self-esteem anymore. And like my own insecurities. And as soon as I became a sex worker, like I became more open-minded, like less judgmental, like And man, like my clients brought my self-esteem to like a whole new level. I'm like, oh, this feels good. This is what it's like to be confident and and have good self-esteem. Wow, this is actually nice. (laughs) So like, um, for example, when someone mentions like an orgy party, I would be interested in it. I'm like, okay, how does this work? Like, can can I come? I mean, like, can I can I physically? come there to to that place and like come come as an orgasm haha <laughs> um yeah and years ago i would i would be like horrified have like horrified facial expressions and getting like some emotional damage just from hearing about it so yeah i think it's just part of growing up like to be more mature open minded less judgmental so um, yeah, and you know, I try to see things like from someone else's perspective. I try to put myself in their shoes and, uh, you know, no, like I cannot judge someone when I don't know their, their life story. Like, I don't know what that person is going through. It's not, it's not any of my business, but you know, as long as the client has a good time, that's all that matters for me. So I like for my clients to escape their um, steady their normal life and have fun this is an adventure life is an adventure have fun and that was the first lesson <laughs> so second thing I've learned is never compare myself to other providers there are literally thousands pro- thousands and thousands of different providers 
all around the world, if if not more. Like even when I first started in the industry, I looked up to other providers and learned so many things from them, like including screening, deposits, staying away from dangerous clients. Every provider is different. Like you cannot compare a Caucasian GFE provider in her 20s um, to an exotic like dominatrix in her 30s. Both are for different clients. There are certain types of guys who prefer intimacy, kissing, cuddling, and some prefer to be whipped and to be submissive. Like, I do my own thing. I'm in no competition whatsoever with other providers. Not now, not ever. Like, providers are in the same industry, and the least we all could do is support one another. I mean, we all try to make money during different circumstances. I know some providers, like I see all the time on Twitter, like some of them um, are paying their tuition for college to become doctors, scientists, all these like super, super costly like professions that and degrees that you have to have. So they're saving money for their future, for their college, for their education. I know some are housewives who, well, they, they don't make enough money to support their families. And... Um, like, husband can do all the work, you know, like, both have to, like, work, and times are tough, times are tough, so, like, we all need to make money, um, and, you know, like, this diversity reminds me so, so much of the film industry, like, a 20-year-old brunette who goes, like, for sexy types, auditions for sexy types, like, porn stars, strippers, dancers, well, strippers, like, cannot be considered for the same role as a black woman in her 40s who always auditions for police officers like those are two different types of roles and like you would not see <laughs> you would not see these two girls in the same casting room so like not to mention race location and years of experience are totally different like my donation was 500 an hour um like during the first year um, and I saw another provider who had 10 years of being a sex worker, and she charged 800 Even though we both provided GFE services, that girl was like 4 feet, American, curvy brunette in Virginia. Well, I am more of a skinny side, petite. Uh, like, petite is skinny, so... <laughs> A uh, Russian girl who is five foot five and who lives in Georgia. So, like, w once again, you can't compare, like you know, to each their own, so. Uh, lesson three. Social media is fake. Like, you know, like, everybody on social media is always happy, like, oh my gosh, we had a new baby, look at my cats. Yeah, do look at my cats, they're adorable, but, like, everybody's happy on social media. Like, people do not post their struggles on social media. They don't post bad days. They only post happy 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 when in reality it's completely different things so like twitter for example oh it's full of show and tell so it's all because of the attention and marketing so i see a lot of girls who post pics like with brand clothing purses like their trips to europe at some i don't know five star resort so very little of that is actually real like most providers go to google type in the words for like fancy restaurants in Paris, uh, Prada aesthetic, um, stuff like that. Like, hundreds of pictures will pop up. 
like on Shutterstock or um, Pinterest, for example. Um, so then the sex worker would edit the photo, crop it, and post it on her social media for attention and for marketing because she, she might not have booked or had an appointment in months and that's her way of like, oh, look at me, like I'm with this gentleman or like my sugar daddy when in reality it's just her not getting booked, you know, but that's one of the ways like you provide a market to yourself. Like, personally, I <laughs> I am always, like, so busy doing, like, hundreds of different projects. And more important thing is that I just, I just don't have time for, like, all this Twitter bullshit. Like, if I'm going on a tour, I will post that. If I have a new cosplay, I would post that. Just, um, you know, just to stay um, active on social media. But yeah, not to mention, like, Twitter fucking sucks. I hate Twitter. I got deactivated, like, <laughs> two or three times. So I have to be careful, but I still use it just so people can find me. But yeah, like, Instagram, I love Instagram. I have more followers there. Um, people see that I'm active and whatnot, so yeah. Y'all, I smoke too much weed that I cannot breathe, literally. <laughs> So I have to take constant breaks. Okay, so number four. Oh yeah, I'm 420 friendly, by the way. So you know, da 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 dum, pam pam pam. Um. So <clears throat> lesson number four: patience. I have learned to be extremely patient with people, especially males. So like, I get to deal with a whole bunch of idiots. Like probably more idiots than I I have been dealing with. Like on all of my 9 to 5 combined. Like, and those idiots are mostly like time wasters, so, who want to book me but are too lazy or just too dumb to do so. Like, instead of throwing, you know, my phone out the window or something or complaining to my cats or just having those like arguments in my head, I just take a deep breath and block those people, like, and not talk shit about them on socials. Like, it's super easy to vent out on Twitter rather than wait a few minutes breathe and let it go and you know I always think that uh, does venting or feeling angry like help me right now is this so important that I have to stress over it what vibe do I give off if I complain all the time my favorite I need to stop frowning or I have to get botox again so you know stuff like that you know who else is a lot of patience villains and, you know, my talent agents know I want to play one on the big screen or network show. So, you know, I have to learn patience and let my anger out in healthy ways like running or dancing it off or fucking. So, yeah. 